0: So here I'm promoting Instagram and Facebook, both owned and started by Mark Zuckerberg, knowing full well that what Lindsey Graham and Assoff said yesterday, there's merit to that. I've seen it. My own daughter, Ava, with stuff she goes through both in New York and out in Europe in college. My son, Gabriel. These social media websites have become diseased. A bunch of people that just hate just like these pro-Palestinians and BLM supporters, those are the folks, for the most part, that are on social media, and it's really become bad. So I was glad to see those guys on the Hill yesterday, and what did they accomplish, Noam, if anything?
1: Probably not a whole lot. And you had that moment, and a pretty good one, where Mark Zuckerberg, the head of Facebook, stood up and turned around and addressed the crowd of people who were behind him, some who had, uh, you know, parents of kids who had committed suicide. And you know they didn't do a lot of talking about this. It was this algorithm is what addicts kids to looking at TikTok or Snapchat or whatever they create. You know they figure out what you're into, right? And you've you've seen this before. All of a sudden you could be you're sent these videos, and you you know three hours later you're still staring at your phone. Oh In the case of kids though, it's all lots of times really inappropriate material. Or it's just that basic sort of thought that now you can see what everybody else is up to. So like when you and I were in high school and you were missing out on some party, you might never, ever find out about it because nobody talked about it in school the next day. Now these kids see about everything they're missing out on because there's pictures of it. And it's all just so addicting. And, and uh, I think Mayor uh, Adams had this right when he talked about this last week. It's playing on their mental health. And I, I look, I see it with my own kids. I guess you see it with your kids as well.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And Mayor Adams did have that part right. It was not a very good week or day for Mayor Adams, but he got that part right. And, um, you know, my old partner, Bernard, God rest his soul, we miss him. We love him every day. He used to always say to people, and to be honest, it annoyed me sometimes. He'd be like, you've got blood on your hands. he would be like, Bernie, calm down, calm down. But that's exactly what Lindsey Graham said yesterday to Mark Zuckerberg. Used that exact quote. You've got blood on your hands. Lewis, Lindsey Graham, cut number three.
2: Mr. Zuckerberg. You and the companies before us, I know you don't mean t- it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a
1: product. You have a product that's killing people.
0: So then you get my um, guy Kennedy out of Louisiana, Senator Kennedy, and he goes to Zuckerberg, and he also ripped him a new anus. Here is Senator Kennedy, cut number eight. This abundance of personal information and then you develop algorithms
2: to punch people's hot buttons which and send and, and, and steer to them information that punches their hot buttons again and again and again to keep them coming back and to keep them staying longer and as a result your users see only one side of an issue and so To some extent, your platform has become a killing field for the truth, hasn't it?
1: I mean, Senator, I disagree with that that characterization. Um, You know, we build ranking and recommendations because people have a lot of friends and a lot of interests, and they want to make sure that they see the content that's relevant to them.
0: So he talked it a killing field. Other folks have called it a sex trafficking site, any one of those. Senator Marsha Blackburn went back and forth with Zuckerberg about that. This, Lewis, is cut number nine.
1: Senator, our our tools for identifying that kind of content are industry-leading. That doesn't mean we're perfect. There are definitely issues that we have. But we continue Mr. Zuckerberg, to in it, I yes, think, there are I, a
2: lot that is slipping through. It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking. Of site not, Senator. In this uh, country, Senator, that's ridiculous. No, it is Senator, not ridiculous. Uh, you want to turn around this, and tell want these this people that? On our
1: platforms we, why
2: don't you take it down? We do take. We it down. are here discussing. We, we, we need, need you take all it down to than, work than, with than, us. Than, no, you're not. You are not. And the problem is we've been working on this. Senator Welch is over there. We've been working on this stuff for a decade. You have an army of lawyers and lobbyists that have fought us on this every step of the way. You work with NetChoice, the Cato Institute, Taxpayers Protection Alliance, and Chamber of Progress to actually fight our bipartisan legislation to keep kids safe online. So are you going to stop funding these groups? Are you going to stop lobbying against this and come to the table and work with us, yes or no?
1: Senator, we have a...
2: Yes or no?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Of course we'll work with you on on the legislation. Okay, the door is
2: open. We've got all these bills. You You need to come to the table. Each and every one of you need to come to the table.
0: So there you have it, Kennedy, describing it as a killing field. Then you got Marsha Blackburn talking about sex trafficking. But I want to play something for you that really does, really does exhibit the amount of hate that you get on these social media platforms every day. You guys all know that since October the 7th, I've become friendly with one Lizzie Savetsky. She's been on our show a bunch of times. She has a huge social media presence as one of the great outspoken voices for Israel. In fact, the first time I met her was through her husband, Dr. Ira Savetsky, who's a big-time plastic surgeon in New York City. Because you may remember my daughter Ava's friend, Robbie, got beat up on the Lower East Side just because he was Jewish. And Dr. Ira Sovetsky, I should say, offered to um, fix him for nothing, and that's what he did. And then he made an offer on our show where he said, Any Jewish person that gets attacked and needs work, I'll do it for free. Well, after Ira came on, his wife, who was already a big shot in the Jewish community, Lizzie, she came on, she's been coming on ever since. But these sick bastards around the world, I see them here in Israel, in Europe. I know about them because of my daughter in her own country that continue to advocate for the killers, for the murderers, the rapists, the killers, these low lives. They tell us. We're the bad guys. We're committing genocide. So, Dr. Ira Savetsky and Lizzie received a phone voicemail from a doctor, Lewis, a doctor, not some punk kid. And listen how hateful and disgusting, grotesque, and the lies that this doctor says in this voicemail to Lizzie Savetsky. It is downright. Scary. Cut number 15. Dr. Svetsky,
2: you and your current wife, Lizzie, really need to be stripped naked, hauled behind a car on a gravel road. You are one of the most evil motherfuckers I've ever, ever heard of. And I hope somebody takes you to Israel and bombs the out of your face. I hope everybody in the world understands what an evil motherfucker you are, you piece of f***. You might want to monetize that mouth because you're going to need to stuff in prison, you stupid son of a f*** and bitch. And Lizzie looks like a
0: damn whore. Folks, that's a doctor. Louis, that's a doctor like, in Chicago who left that voicemail. It's almost, it's not real. It almost doesn't seem, how could somebody be like that? And these are the people that are the loudest. They're the ones who put 5,000 in Bay Ridge. They're the ones who shut down the tunnels and the bridges. They're the loudest. They're the voices. They're the ones on social media. I can't tell you. I put up a picture of my son, my beautiful, angelic son, Gabriel. There's not a better kid in the world, is there, Louis? He's uh, one of the greatest kids you can meet. He's um, And he's standing like by the western wall with his thumb up and a yarmulke. And I've got pro-Palestinian scumbags sending me stuff like, you must be very proud of your son. He's on the side of baby killers. I mean, you got to understand, there has been more than one time when I've been, I'm an old man. I'm an old, down, broken Jew. I'm almost 57 years old. I work out every day. I worked out today. I lift a lot of weight, but let's be honest. I'm an old, down, broken guy. There has been a ton of times, a ton, where I wanted to grab a gun and help these kids out, especially last night, hanging out with 200 soldiers, knowing what this doctor in Chicago says, or the people talking about my son at the Western Wall on Instagram, or the pro-Palestinians marching through Bay Ridge, we can't worry about these people anymore. We can't worry that we're going to upset some of these people anymore. We can't do it. We can't do it. F them. That's what my old grandmother in Brooklyn would say. F them. They're disgusting. They're vile. They really are. And you're not a better person by acting as if they don't exist because they may hurt the bottom line. Everybody needs to be pissed off and aggravated. Did you hear that voicemail? You heard that, Lewis, right? You heard that? It's, it's, it's too unbelievable. That's a doctor. Yeah. That lady's making a ton of money living down by Oprah Winfrey somewhere on a miracle mile in Chicago who's allowed to talk like that. She should lose her medical license today and she won't because Americans are pussies. That's why.